Hi. Macy. A, that was beautiful. B, are you excited to eat our tits off? I'm excited to eat both tits off. I'm making mm-hmm. uh, I'm making a peach cob uh, <sighs> tomorrow morning, and then I'm making a sweet patata cass. Ooh, for, a patata cass. Yeah, for <laughs> So yeah, I'm ready to eat. Uh, I'm cleaning my whole goddamn fucking house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm also really ready to just sit and talk bullshit with you for the next I little while. I'm ready to talk mad shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it makes it sound like we're talking about something super controversial today, but I, for one, yeah. am not. <laughs> I'm talking about, um, I don't know, whatever you want me to be talking about. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Non-committal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to be talking about, hey, Macy, ask me what I, hey, Macy, say, say you sure wish that you knew what I was talking about. I really, really wish that I knew what you were talking about today. It would bring me a lot of clarity. Okay. I'll bite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Surprise. Talking about I'll bite. I'll bite. Look at you, you Ah. punny bitch. I'll bite. I'll bite. A-L-B-I-T-E. I'll bite. I'll bite. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. (laughs) So I'm talking about a stone mineral crystal rock today Mm. and so here's the fucking deal all right so i (sighs) this topic bounced around a little bit but i wound up settling on stick tight in serpentine now i i realize that's a mouthful now stick tight in serpentine specifically they go together yeah and when and or in this case they go together. Sometimes you will see this called Atlantisite. Shut now, up. That's awesome. I know. There's caveats to this though. So this episode is not titled Atlantisite. However, we're we're talking about Sticktite and Serpentine, which is the same thing, but it's not the same thing because this is the we live in a world that has branding so we're gonna get into mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. great yeah um my mineral my rock my stone is also a bit of a slippery dick and just kind of finds its way into a bunch of other things mm. um so it but like at the same time i don't know maybe not so we'll, we'll we'll get there also i think it's appropriate that we're both talking about stones on thanksgiving week because is that not like when all the cousins get together and go for a walk. You got to go for that walk. If you yeah. don't go for that walk, did it happen? That's <laughs> the question. <laughs> and there are some families that you don't even have to pretend to take a walk on. No, no. So, you just. That's cool. You just step out. Yeah. In that case. <laughs> you just go, I'm going to go fucking hit a bong. Bye. Yeah. BRB. <laughs> um, who, who goes first today? Let me tell you this. I'm not actually sure. I am checking into you once again from an hotel. And I had a bit of the technical diff getting onto some Wi-Fi and then being logged out of some stuff and logged in. I, I just don't have my let full facilities. 
available. So not only do I not know who goes first, but I don't know who our Patreon shout-out is. So we'll make this, one up. Okay. Uh, sure. Make it up Tina, for me then. Tina Alfred. Tina Alfred? That's a Tina good name. Alfred. I yeah. believe that name if that rolled through our Patreon. I think they were legitimate. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely not a swindler's name. Uh, 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 hmm. Tina Alfred deserves their own song. I don't know why you wouldn't. We do it for everyone. I know, you're right. This is our Patreon shout out for Mm. today. They get a song just like Mm. everybody else does. Yeah. Don't. don't, uh, I'm trying to think here because last night... Last night on Impulse, when I was crocheting, I put on like the 2000 and I don't know, fucking six movie Surf's Up. And I. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which kills. Uh, But it's got like a pool song soundtrack, you know? Yeah, I know you know what I mean by that. And so I'm trying to think of which one to use for what was it tina alfred tina alfred how do i remember this fake name but i can't remember (laughs) any of the ones when you tell them to me when they're real (laughs) (laughs) tina alfred has magical powers um okay i think i'm i'm zeroing in here go for it every morning there's a tina alfred Hanging on yeah. the corner of my four-poles bed. That yes. actually was more macabre than I intended. Horrifying. It was when it was coming out that I was like, oh. Yeah. That's a jump scare and a half. Well, at least Tina morning. Alfred's not real. Yeah. Well, Tina Alfred, it's our new uh, it's our new thought form that we've created. Which, by the way, it's just... Really quickly, touching on thought forms and things that just sort of slip out of us. Mm. Cousin's Chicken has taken on a life of its own. You guys, we have been sent. We, we got to get a picture of like the little, um, no, I'm not great no. with the terms. I don't know if it's crochet. It's or crocheted. Yeah. Crocheted. Okay. Give me, actually, I want to talk about this. Give me like two seconds and I'm going to go get the card because I want to say their name. Wonderful. Because it's wonderful. Great. One second. So I actually, um, I don't have chickens anymore due to catastrophe but the one chicken that i was able to pass along to a friend of mine uh to thrive in her flock is named cousin now so her name is cousin we were sent to gorgeous cute cute crochet chickens yes uh by amanda and i love these two chickens Mm. so Mm. much they this dude it came with a card with like this drawn chicken tarot card on the top and it's so beautiful and also somebody else and i don't know if there was supposed to be like a gift thing in it so we could see like a note but somebody else sent us each me and you a a little black and white chicken salt shaker yes which we split uh we split up and a pepper and sugar and a sugar and yes and i don't know who sent that so if you sent that thank you very much uh super cute dude I really, like, obviously I want to know who sent it so we can, like, say thank you to your face hole, but also the idea of that just showing up yes. with no name attached. Yes, it's no name. It's par for a lot of the shit that we get. Um, it just will be in an Amazon package. You guys are um, hinged and I love it. Yeah, and it'll be super duper random and <laughs> oftentimes not have a name. I just hit re- the backup recording track, by oh, the way. Oh, okay. All right. Um, 
but any anyway, so y'all, thank you. Thank you for all the chickens. A uh, couple of things real quick, a couple of announcements. Oh, so the we got print, hot news, hot, fresh news, hot news. We do. Prints have been shipped out. I want to talk about two prints that accidentally made it in the mail <laughs> that are still <laughs> fine. They're very good, fine, healthy prints. You know what? I would actually, if, if I was, if I had gotten a print from a podcast that I, that I like, I would prefer one of these prints. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, like, so one of, okay, here's the deal. So one of these prints on the back, like the blank back part has one of my fucking boot prints, like smack dab in yeah, the middle yeah. of it. Yeah. I like kind of 52 card pick up the, uh, the prints all over the floor of a Cracker Barrel on accident. Yes. We had a, cata- we had a calamity happen <laughs> in the middle of a pretty, pretty, not crowded, crowded, but decently full Cracker Barrel, as that is yes. tradition now for Charlie and me to endure the public signing of the prints yes. while eating a grounding, uh, grounded Cracker Barrel meal while people look at us with very raised eyebrows. <laughs> um, but this time the prints got scattered all over. Um, but they were okay. They were fine. But in the pickup process, I stepped on one and I was going to separate it and set it aside, but I didn't. So there's that. And then on the other one is that we had an extra print, it turns out. And so someone has print zero, you're going to look at the back and it's going to say print zero. Special edition. Yeah, I'm putting it on the recording now. That's going to say print zero of one, two, six. And it's a completely different number from any of the other ones. So just know it's valid. It's just spatial. Uh, also, I drew my very first golden ticket on the back of one of these prints. Yes. yes. Um, and I'm excited about that. Yes. And if you get one of these prints with the golden ticket on the back, not the shoe print or anything else, just the golden ticket, uh, <laughs> snap a pic of it and send us an email uh, to at gmail.com And yeah, we'll have us a little... Hello, get together. Sit down. We'll chat. We can talk about spells. We can talk about witchcraft magic we can talk about hills. we have talked about everything yeah like literally everything oh, on yeah. these golden ticket talks so don't like if you get it and you're like i'm too scared to contact please like just reach out to us it's not a grand affair we shoot <laughs> we the can, shit for an hour we can play and it's a good tac toe yeah or something yeah i mean it'd be know. fine you we know? could talk or not talk not talk for hours and still find things to not, not talk, talk about. about. <laughs> wow. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> We've got a very special sponsor of today's episode. One of one of two. And we want to bring this to you on your Thanksgiving week. We've got Sister Yarrow. First time sponsor, by the way, very exciting, is a handmade jewelry, home goods, clothing, and accessories company located in the heart of the Rocky Mountains. Sister Yarrow connects you to both earth and spirit by bringing you handmade, one-of-a-kind, pieces inspired by nature and all things magic. And let me tell you, I got one of those pieces. I got one of those nature pieces, and it is my new favorite thing in my entire home. I gaze longingly at mine. I just Mm -hmm. look at it all the time. Yes. Like, it's so... Beautiful. So Charlie and I both got uh, what are called on the Sister Yarrow site, which go look, there's so many beautiful, beautiful things, but they're sun catchers. And they are a combination of glass, like kind of framed and soldered metal, and like things pressed in the glass, like plants and ferns and flowers. And it's so beautiful. 
and I love it so much. I, yeah, yeah. Mine, I got a, a a smaller version, like a mini sun catcher version, and it's got like a sprig of, I believe, fern. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about the craftsmanship. Yes. The glass is so thick. Yeah. And the soldering is so heavy. Yeah. It is a, nice. It is a piece that reminds me of like. Uh, okay, this is going to be very specific, but you know when Casper with Christina... <laughs> Dude, I know exactly what you're saying because I just yes. rewatched Casper and the whole time I was watching it, I was like, whoever the like set design person was, was the most texturally oriented yes. person yes. ever. It's and a masterpiece for texture. Exactly what... It, especially, and this is going to, again, even more specific, when the iron circle staircase turns oh into God, like a slide... It does look like that. It does, right? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad you hear me. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about because I love, like, the metal here is, uh, it it just has a great look to it. It's very heavy, but it's not too heavy and it's not too, like, hard looking, but it's just so elegant and it's sleek, just framing. It's supporting what's inside of the glass. And I just think it's so beautiful. And what's inside of the glass varies. So I got one that is like, I think, two-tiered. The whole thing's about 24 inches long. And it's got different panes of glass with different flowers in it and some. Uh, Then it's got like these fractaling like crystals hanging from the end of it that like scatter all the light all over. So when the sun is setting in my dining room at a certain hour. Oh, it's rainbows and it's so beautiful. So you just, and and kind of underneath it all is that steel, you know, and it's just, it's so pretty. I love the combination of it. It's just architecturally and like made so nice. So let's talk a little bit about this maker, this creator making this beautiful things that uh, were sent to us. So Madeline has been a handmade artist and maker for most of her life and started Sister Yarrow with... Uh, then started Sister Yara with the need to express herself creatively, magically, and to connect with her community. The yarrow flower has been a longtime herbal ally of Madeline's, and she felt drawn to the properties of, listen, healing, mm. protection, mm. courage, mm. <laughs> uh, especially in relation to the design of her company. So Madeline is a practicing crystal and plant witch, enjoys the kitchen magic, and loves connecting with other like-minded witches and magical beings all over on social media and book clubs and local and global gatherings. She fell in love with flowers, plants, and crystals at a young age. I feel like that's extremely relatable. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that love has never diminished. She now expresses her love of the craft through creation of jewelry, flower art, and natural dyes. And Maisie, I want you to tell me a little bit about the newest release. What can we what can we hunger for? There's a there's a collection that is out that you can get a just peel those eyes back and soak <laughs> it in and look at it. Uh, it is the Alta Luna collection. And this includes uh, jewelry, small accessories, crystal home goods, and a few old world holiday decorations. And seriously, there's so much on that website that is just breathtakingly gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Go give it, go give it a perusal. It's so beautiful over there. And there's the branding, the colors. Yeah. Ah, we I love we're it. you know 
here at Waba, we're into a job well done. Yes. And we're into a good branding, a good love solid logo. branding. So uh, and if you go treat your eyes, there is a very special Waba podcast discount for us, the beans. All caps, which bitch 15, no spaces, which bitch 15. Mm. That'll net you a cool 15% off. We love a fat 15. Yeah. We love ooh, a fat 15% ooh, the off. fat 15, So baby. good. But act quickly because this does expire at the beginning of 2024, the first day of January. Get on it. And you're going to want to anyway because that Alta Luna collection, it's got a lot of like Yule stuff going mm. on. Mm. Moody. Oh, <laughs> outdoorsy. <laughs> Seriously, you guys, go give a look. That website is sisteryaro.com. Uh, social Instagram is uh, sisteryaro as well. Go peruse. Give it a look. And again, there's that witch bitch 15 for 15% off. Did you say social Instagram? <laughs> social Instagram, yeah. Great. It came out because I pulled it back up because I already forgot and I clicked it and the <laughs> app opened and I was going to say social media, but Instagram opened and I was like, Instagram. Oh, ooh, all right. Well, Macy, I think that it's only fitting to decide who goes first today. I think we should flip the room key of the hotel. Okay, do it. Flip the okay. room. I want to see. Can I want the mag strip? Oh, okay, okay. All right, all right. Here we go. Did you hear that? It it hit a zipper, so it kind of gave I, a little... No, yeah, there was an interesting collection of sounds. I heard that, and I was wondering what it what happened. Well, you'll be pleased to know that uh, the curse follows you here, because uh, you go first. We got, we got mag strip. Hey, I don't care if I win and you do it. Then it's just awesome. That's great. <laughs> the way... That's just awesome. It's awesome. It's good. So All right. Dope. We're, we're talking about kind of a dual mineral situation today, right? What so again, I'm going to remind you. I'm going to remind you because it's a lot. Because I don't it's remember. It was this fanciness. Stick tight in serpentine. That sounds like a euphemism. I, you're going you- to get so used to it by the time we're done with this, but I, it's still weird and I get it. So... <laughs> To get into this, let's first need, we need to talk about stick tight because I'm pretty sure we've talked about serpentine before. Serpentine's a bit more common, you know, but stick tight might not be one that you've heard of before, which is fine. Stick it tight. Also sounds like, like a way to tell somebody to wait, you know, stick tight. Stick tight. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, you know, hang tight is a common one. Like stick tight. I'm pretty sure I feel like. I have heard before, like, yeah, stick tight. Uh, But it's gorgeous, stick tight is. And to spell it, it is S-T-I-C-H-T-I-T-E. Oh, okay. So it's like stick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, But uh, it's a gorgeous purpley, purpley stone going on. Pretty purple hues. Google the sumbitch right now. Do it. It's great. So it's got... All kinds of pretty colors go into it. It's kind of what initially I was going to talk about, but it was kind of hard to find enough info on stick tight alone. 
because so much of it would be like, you often find it in serpentine and that is stick tight and serpent. I was like, oh, okay then. So this is kind of what I meant. This topic went all over the place. So there is a good amount of stick tight in here because you kind of got to know about stick tight to know about stick tight and serpentine. It's pretty. It looks like the Joker. It, yes, purple and green. Uh-huh. Getting purple and green. Yeah, it's really nice. And stick tight was discovered in 1910 in Dundas, Tasmania, Australia. And it was named after one Robert Carl Sticht, who was the manager of a nearby mine, which was called the Mount Lyle Copper Mine. And Sticktite is considered a semi-precious gemstone. And it's found from a range of pink to purple hues, rarely red, sometimes. Hmm. I stick like purple better. Should just stick to purple. Stick to the purple. It looks like purple taffy. Some stick of them are like a really creamy, opaque purple, and it creamy, looks like purple like saltwater taffy. Taffy, yeah, yeah. So stick tight. This is fun. Stick tight is a hydrated chromium magnesium carbonate mineral. I know what okay. that means. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sticktite is often found mixed with chromite, serpentine, or both. Many mineralogists oh, usually just call Aww. this rock sticktite in serpentine. To the point. There it is. Bam. It's sticktite and serpentine. Yeah. You know what it they is. Like, see it. Don't stick-tight even try. Yeah. But a well-known name for it has become Atlantisite. And here's okay. something that I came across that I want to clear up here as to the specifics of Atlantisite. So it needs to be noted that Atlantisite is a legally trademarked name. So it's literally like Atlantisite TM, even though you don't see that a lot because there's a lot of confusion. But Atlantisite is a trademarked name. What's the for- point? What is the well, point? So it is, <laughs> it's owned, essentially, that name for this, uh, this is owned by, where's the company? Uh, it's trademarked in Victoria, Australia in the year 2003 by Crystal Universe Party okay. Limited. Sure. Um, and... Apparently, the name was coined by an officer at the company. I don't know if they still are or not, but Gerald Pauly, and the name was trademarked specifically for this sticktite in serpentine specimen that comes only from Sticktite Hill in Tasmania, Australia. That's it. So if they haul some of this shit from this mine, they have it trademarked as a brand name trademark. It is Atlantisite. It's very specific, though, to this location. It's kind of like calling all sparkling wine champagne, you know? Uh, this feels pedantic. It's I know. I know. But the reason I'm <laughs> saying that, because it's easy to get confused and wonder if they're two different things. No, because I mean, you see them um, sold. I, it, but no, just the fact that they put it, they slapped a brand name on a crystal yes. is interesting. I, get, I, yeah. I appreciate you for bringing us the knowledge. Like, I like to know that I'm not. I'm not calling you. I'm just saying, you guy, Lord Lewis, or whatever the name was, <laughs> take a snack break. It is interesting. And, and so, like, that's the only comparison I can think of. So, it's like, you know, like, champagne is only technically made in champagne, right? So, here's the way you can think about it all Atlantisite 
is stick-tight and serpentine, but all stick-tight and serpentine is not Atlantisite. You feel me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's dumb, but it is. And <laughs> <laughs> so technically, again, Atlantisite, genuine Atlantisite comes from that specific mine in Tasmania that's got that trademark slapped on it and uh, out of out of Australia. So just wanted to clarify that because you see them both uh, online. Often you'll just see like Atlantisite being sold. And it's technically, I mean, if again, it is pedantic. It's like, it's technically stick tight and serpentine because it came from South Africa. You know, like, so sure. this, well, this is the only mine so, that has that name. And a lot of the times when you look it up, it's like, it only comes from here. That doesn't seem to be the case. There's other sources for it. South Africa being it's seemingly the second most prominent. Let me, let me ask you this. If I put a piece of stick tight in, in serpentine, Jesus, on a necklace, but then I put a piece of Atlantisite on a necklace. Am I making more off that Atlantisite necklace? Probably just because it sounds more glamorous, mm. you know? It's, uh, what is, this is Atlantisite. I mean, that sounds fucking tight as hell. It's awesome. <laughs> like, I, I get it. That was what made me want to talk about this because I saw Atlantisite before I saw Stick Tight and Serpentine. Atlantisite was the gateway drug. It brought me in, you know, and then I had to I had to unravel it from there and walk it back. The gateway drug. <laughs> yes. So anyway, I just so it's not a different thing. You might see Stick Tight and Serpentine. You might see Atlantisite. Structurally, they're the same thing. Locationally, they are different, and one has a trademark next to it. And love another thing that you'll see that is also just wrong is that people will be selling only stick tight, just the purple, which is still gorgeous. Don't get me wrong, but they're selling stick tight as Atlantisite. So it'll be like stick tight parentheses, Atlantisite. It's like, no, no, it's not. But you see that a lot too. So, okay. So it, it's confusing right. out there. Find generally find a good crystal seller that you like and that you trust, and you'll be all right. And you can ask the questions you don't know the answer to. It's nice. They probably know them. Hmm. So as hmm. with most things, consult a professional. Ask an expert. It's great. They know stuff. It's great. Another wrong thing that you'll see. Uh, oh wait, no, sorry, that was me bitching about just stick tight being uh, being Atlantisite. So. It still gets me, dude. Stick tight. Stick. It reminds me of flex tape. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and sticky buddy. Do you remember the like sticky buddy oh, video God. from like way back? Yes. Ooh. Classic. Wasn't that marketed like kind of gross or am I misremembering? Well, so this was during, that was during the Djibouti dubs days. So I only know the, I only know the like YouTube era dub (laughs) of it. I don't even remember the actual ad. It's that part is, that memory's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. So, so to talk about, uh, let's talk about stick tight though for a second because it's part of it's part of this world, and stick tight as a as itself is. But soft. you're part of this world. You're part of this world, aren't you? Aren't you? I tried to hold it in. You can't. I. I. It's an outburst. You got to let it out. It's a good one. Stick tight, soft. It's not. It doesn't, it's not as strong as it sounds. Stick tight is 
a little softy. Only how, slightly how harder. How soft are we talking? Only slightly harder than talc. Okay. So pretty soft. Uh, Ta- like <sighs> talc, it's got that kind of greasy feel, which, listen, I love a greasy stone. Gross. I love it. I love yes. it. It's kind of like you run into it with your calcites, you know. The descriptor, greasy. I love it. Greasy. Waxy. Uh, it, However, Sticktite is, is different from talc. It has... A flexible but inelastic tenacity. (laughs) Dude, geology stuff is so funny to me. It's funny because, like, we're acting like assholes about it. I don't understand anything. To be so smart. Yeah. I couldn't know any less. So, uh, it's, it can, it can be bent but what's interesting about it is that it can actually remain in the bent form afterwards so like okay i don't know how you go about bending it but it seems it's bendable without breaking but it's that soft right in contrast like talc will just like pop you know if you go to try to it crumbles it's like it's it's a soft crumbly but the most hardness of stick tight 1.5 to 2.5 Oh, yeah. That's soft. Soft. Now that's soft. Now that is soft. So, <laughs> luster is waxy, greasy, greasy. Or pearly. And let me tell you something, bro. How good, how good do you think that cleavage is? Dare I say perfect? It's perfect. <laughs> oh. It's perfect. So, Thank God. finally, finally, some perfect cleavage around some here. Some perfect cleavage in this town. Shit. So, serpentine, it seems, is uh, it's a little harder. But see, here's the thing. So, serpentine is like a grouping of minerals. It's not necessarily just one thing and if we've talked about this topic listen it was so long ago i don't remember it and since it wasn't like my primary topic today i don't know the specific specifics of serpentine because we were talking about a hybrid situation here but serpentine as a mineral group because at first when i looked at hardness most hardness of serpentine it said like three to six and i was like what that's not an answer that's a large range it's a large range because there's more than one mineral in this like little family that is serpentine and the range of these minerals is a hardness of about three to six but i also saw like two to five 2.5 to 5.5 but it seems there's like that three point gap you know kind of range of hardness with this family so the lower range of that is still pretty low but i feel like the serpentine is bringing a little more toughness to to this not a lot, but a little bit more. When you got them together, it's a little bit a little bit stronger. I tried to find the Mohs hardness of both of them as like stick tight in serpentine, and it just I could not find that information anywhere. Like I went on Mindat, which is like I Mindat really confuses me because it's like a bunch of numbers, but usually in there yeah. I can find something. Yeah. You I mean can the numbers understand. with like the little sub footers that are also numbers. Yes, and yes. I, it's just I immediately am out of my element and out of my breadth. But <laughs> usually, if like it's my like if I need numbers, if I need data, 
I can find it on Mendat. Nothing. Can't find the hardness. But I'm assuming the serpentine is is bringing a little bit extra into that. But that'll depend on the ratio of each. Because you might find some specimens that are like vibrant, kind of opaque pond aller like al- allergy algae green, you know? <laughs> like like you know, like like that bright green. And then you'll just have a few little purple drops that look like ink on water of this stick tight. So that's gonna be like more serpentine, right? Sometimes you have some that are a lot more purple and the ratio is different. So appearance can vary a good bit with this stone, just depending on which one is in there more or less. So now it is a soft stone. You're generally not going to be seeing it cut like faceted like a gemstone. It's not cut out for that. And so uh, instead, you see cabochons a lot. Cabs, which I love. Cabs. They're so pretty. Yeah. You'll Him taught me what those were. Uh, me too. Ah. Yeah. You'll need to be gentle with your Sticktite yeah. and serpentine piece. Yes, be gentle with it. Treat it with care and affection. And so don't use an ultrasonic cleaner. It, d- like, don't pop it in one of those because that could, I think, just blow it up. I'm not really sure. I just saw that everywhere. Don't. It turns to powder. <laughs> yeah, don't put it in one of those sweet ass ultra. I want one of those so bad, but don't do it with this. Also, just stick to some gentle, mild soap and water and like a little soft brush. You don't want to use a wire brush on this. It'll probably scratch the hell out of it. Just give it gentle little baths. And don't be like me and try not to bang it on everything. And you'll probably be all right. (laughs) All right. So let's get into the metaphysical. And we've got a kind of a dual property situation here because we're dealing with two different things so stick tied in serpentine is a stone of personal development it has an energy of building and growth and with uh the large serpentine inclusion it's associated with the heart emotions of the heart stick tight in serpentine is a stone that it invites the spirit to come forth a bit more the inner true self to maybe flare a little bit brighter and start because that's a practice in its own to kind of like live to where you practice the feel of like kind of living with your spiritual foot forward Mm -hmm. and like you feel like i'm making this choice because my spirit's at the helm right now and it usually feels great but it's a practice to like keep engaging with your you know, spirituality and your spirit and things like that. <laughs> and this is a good one. This is a really, this is a good one for that. If you are kind of working on building that connection of kind of spiritual self. So can I explain why I laughed? Because I feel like I just laughed for in, sure. <laughs> in a serious moment. Sorry. I'm just resonated with what you said so hard about like this. If you're trying to work on this I, in my own head, I was like, yeah, Jesus, I sure do. And I laughed at my own self. I laughed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just needed to clear the, clear the air there. Thank um, you for clarifying that. Uh-huh. So... If you are looking to find a bit more authenticity 
in yourself and let that shine forward. And you're working on trying to make that sense of authenticity come easier to you. Uh, Like if you feel like you've had to or needed to mask for whatever reason, uh, whether it be for safety or just conditioning. But now you're trying to maybe break that cycle. And working on authenticity can be a really scary thing to do because it's super vulnerable, like super duper vulnerable to do your like, I'm going to do this because it feels authentic to me, even if it is not what is necessarily standard, quote, standard, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And I think something that gets lost in the mix a lot uh, in regards to authenticity and vulnerability is boldness, because even to be bold is also a very vulnerable act. And it because it requires you to be putting yourself out there. To, it, it means that like it it's and not just getting attention. And I think like sometimes boldness can get wrapped up in that. And it doesn't mean like kind of like a mindless confidence, kind of maybe even an arrogance, but like allowing your essence to shine through when it deserves to, even if mm-hmm. it's against what's expected. And that's super vulnerable to to do that, as is also dipping your toe in to just kind of these first tendrils of free expression of thought or appearance, if that's something that's not come natural, or if it's been discouraged in you. It's it's all kind of vulnerable, unfamiliar territory. So having a nice, supportive, like emotional stone that's rooted in letting spirit shine forth could maybe be a good tool to have if you're looking at embarking on speaking your truth more, displaying yourself as you feel you're meant to be, uh, whether it may be or whatever it is that kind of has you practicing, prioritizing authentic acts. So stick tight in serpentine. It is real big spiritual stone all about the spirit here uh, as well as in the sense of it it aids our spiritual quests what a cute little guide i i know i like it it aids uh in belief belief of us and kind of personal trust in ourselves and in our spirit aiding in kind of trusting our spiritual beliefs that we carry if you felt yourself maybe doubting your spiritual work or magical ability, your connection to your spirit team has maybe felt a little thin lately or what have you, it's possible that maybe the energy of this stone could help, you know, throw it, throw it into the tool chest to calibrate you maybe, help get you back on track. Because belief is a lot of, it's a big piece of the puzzle. Otherwise, we kind of can just go through the motions, and especially if we're talking about magic and spell work. And intention, I think, is is focused belief. Like if I had to try to describe it in a really concise way, mm-hmm. and it's not just thinking about something, but believing in what we are doing to the point of putting our energy behind it to do something special. And when we do something with intention, we're doing it with a present state of mind. Like you're right there. You're right there, focused on it in the moment and believing in the significance of what it is. Otherwise, it's hard to be intentional about it. And you're just kind of doing stuff. And what changes is that intention and our well of intention that we draw on is kind of filled by belief. Oh, like 
because it can be kind of hard to target your magic. I can at least speak for myself in this regard when you're not really feeling it for yourself. You know, like I've done spells before where I'm half in and out. And they're a different experience than when I'm fully in and present with intention. Like it's 100%. it's so different, you yes. know, and it's not to say that it wasn't worth doing, but it's like one of them is like super Saiyan version of the other one. <laughs> yeah. You know, I yeah. just it's a sensation. It's a whole experience that's very, very different. So any tools that you might have that can like kind of help fill that well can be useful to our magical practice, especially if you're a crystal person. Some people aren't as related to crystals as others, but some people fucking vibe to crystals, you know? And so if that's something that you know works for you, then maybe this is something to to look into if you run into these, uh, if you run into these situations now and again. Go super Saiyan. Go super Saiyan. Saiyan. Get that blonde hair. Yeah. Or like, all the other levels added on to Super Saiyan, like Super Saiyan 2. <laughs> Blue. I, used, Blue I used to know all of this. I, I used to know yeah. every bit of it. Actually, as I was saying it out loud, I was kind of proud. I was proud. I was, I was like, I know what it's called. And I got there and I was like, Super Saiyan 2? Two? 2? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> emotional balance is big here. Talking about them emotions, Mm. aiding in processing of them instead of being overwhelmed by them or just kind of shoving them down or letting them boil over. It's and that's not saying it's like emotionally bland, like you're just like a totally neutral person. My emotions don't control me, but it helps to perhaps provide a sense of emotional security to help aid in keeping you balanced, especially when you're just trying to navigate an average day in this existence that we all live in. So post-COVID world. Yes. So we've got good, wise, purple energy going on here with stick tight and there's an essence of wisdom going on there you know the depths Mm. if you're into akashic work or into work where you're traveling astrally you're doing them astral travels and you you don't want to freak out right now uh stick tight and serpentine can can maybe be the guy for you not only going to keep you vibing and doing your thing but keep you energy energetically protected and maybe make you a bit more receptive to what learning can be received wherever you are on your quest your spiritual quest spiritual quest quest while being (laughs) all up in spirit there's also an earthy element going on with this stone some of them are like and i and i say this as someone who grew up in the country and this is something that i saw a lot so there's there's many shades of pond algae okay and there's some shades that almost look like nickelodeon slime and occasionally you'll come across a pond that is almost completely covered in it to where you can't even see the water anymore and it is just this neon green layer of like Nickelodeon slime all over this pond and you'll just see like these black depths where there's like little gaps in it. It's that color green. 
It's so vibrant in some of these. Slime is is getting me. It's so vibrant. I'm so into it. I love this color green, and it remind. It's like I can smell Ew. that pond. It's not a bad smell. It just smells like an earthy pond. But like it, I love that color. It's such an identifiable color for me. It's very algae, and I I love it. But earthy. That's what we're getting into here, and. Different ways you can utilize this. So if you're one, good for grounding, of course. Sometimes you just need to go out and ground. And if you can't go out and touch grass, this is close. It's something, you know, and give it, give it a little squeeze, give it a little roll around in the palms, press it in a bend, press it right into your third eye, you know, just like roll it around on your forehead. But not too hard because it'll turn into powder it yeah it it'll bend to the shape of your forehead like silly buddy <gasps> that's sick i it won't but i wish it would because a oh. gem st- or a crystal that was like pliable like that would oh, yeah. be i would never stop messing with it ever <laughs> also if you are wanting to work with the earth itself the mother whatever you call it this your is mother this is a good one to to add to your your grid or your candle spell, however you are going about wanting to do that. Also, if you're wanting to work with Kundalini energy, which I recommend not taking lightly, uh, this I mean, really, seriously, don't take it lightly. Um, be, <laughs> hey, ma- now, don't do don't it try it. At <laughs> home. Uh, find a professional. Let them guide you. Uh, so this can. It, it makes sense, though. I, I, this association association makes sense to me because Sticktite and Serpentine really runs the gamut of earthly to spiritual. Mm. It, it kind of has that whole reach there. Uh, and it just it reminds me of the, the journey of the, the coiled serpent's journey up from the base, the kind of, you know, base of the spine up to the crown. Uh, and it just kind of, I feel like that spectrum kind of overlays to the top of that and they, they run parallel with each other. So uh, I end with two fun facts that I just found on a crystal site oh, online yeah. uh, for you. So here you go. The Hatfields and McCoys would have benefited greatly from the <laughs> oh, use of this crystal. Boss, stop. Of all the things to come out of your mouth, that I was know. so far down on my list. Okay. Dude, I, I became the blinking man when I read that. You, uh, oh, you may continue. It would it may have allowed them to end their feud. You know what? May it may. Good it use may of the have. word may. Maybe it would have. You could just throw may into anything. Into and anything. It, it's yeah. what I do in every single crystal topic. So this same site uh also said that you can use uh uh stick tight in serpentine to call up the Lemurians. Super easy. Like you just gotta have two pieces of it. Mm-hmm. You put one on your third eye and you put one on your heart. And you get on that, and you get the you get the Lemurians on the horn. I don't know who that is, dude. High beings, high oh. beings. I don't know if they'd be classified as ultra terrestrials, but getting I've into getting into Lemurians, they're gonna tell you some shit, dude. So if anybody gets them, gets them on the horn, let me know. I want to know. Anyway, I'm that was terrifying serpentine. I don't want to know. If anyone does get them on the horn, don't tell me what they say. I would. I want to know what they. I want to know what the Lemurians. 
I want to know what the Mur- Lemurians have to say. I... Are they the ones up on Mount Shasta? <laughs> I don't remember. I feel like I remember that from a Haunted Objects episode. <laughs> you sounded like someone's southern like aunt being like, are they the ones that live on, are they the ones from that there, Arkansas? Yeah. That there, yes, yeah. yes. It came out. I'm already getting ready. It's, it's we're gonna be with uh, our family in a few days, and so I'm yeah. just already my voice. It's it's like jumping the gun. My accent's already going back to the, the accent is is coming, coming out. Yes, yeah. it's happening. Yeah. It is. Macy and I want to take a minute to talk to you about our second sponsor, Ritual and Recovery Retreat. This is the five-day, four-night, all-inclusive retreat that's made for those looking to discover or rediscover their magic in a grounded way. So this is all going down in Sedona, Arizona. Arizona. And Sedona, Arizona. So you literally cannot be in a more beautiful place that's already got such an incredible energy to it dude i just feel like just being there alone just your baseline of being there you're already like whoop 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 like you're just you're going yes dude i can't imagine so uh during this retreat you what are you gonna learn you're gonna learn the witchy basics like crystals oils herbs intentions you'll perform a full moon ceremony There's also going to be discussion about tarot and a trauma-informed approach, uh, allowing the meanings to resonate deeply with you. There's also going to be hiking, aura photos, workshops, vegan food, sister circles. Bro? Uh, We can't leave out the witchy movie night. I mean, like, we can't leave out the witchy movie night, as well as... The beautiful place in which this is all going down, mm. uh, the the beautiful house where you will be staying and waking up over this five-day, four-night retreat. Did we mention that the house that you'll be staying in has a game room, a sauna, a hot tub? I will be in a sauna forever <laughs> and ever and ever. It is one of my favorite places in the I world. I know that in. you will. I know that you will pass away from this earth one day in a sauna. Dude, you'll just like wonder where I was and open the door and just find like a sardine sitting there. <laughs> and that will be me. That's what I was. Yeah. And I just stayed in there. You're like a Macy-sized sardine. You're like the, the guy from SpongeBob who always wears like the brown exactly. pants. It'll, yeah. That's where I would be. Yeah. And when I wouldn't be in the sauna, there'd be all kinds of stuff going on over multiple days over multiple days day one you're getting settling in there's going to be there's going to be a dinner you're going to get to know each other you're going to have a dude you're going to be bffs by the end because witchy movie night's going down after that in a movie theater so you're going to get to cozy up in a theater have a witchy movie night full of delicious food snacks and blankets and then Uh. on day two This is where you're going to fill your brain hole. You're going to fill it with in-depth tarot information, a whole workshop, okay? There's also going to be an intentional candle workshop where you're going to learn about crystals, herbs, sigils, and you get to make your own candle. There will also be a sister circle. Plus, you're going to be given plenty of time to just kind of wander and absorb 
where you're going to want to do that. Yeah. You're going to want to do that. You're going to want to wander and go lay your belly on the ground of Sedona and just roll around for a little while. You're going to need that. So day three, you're going to really get to do that even further. Going to the Peace Park in Sedona. Field trip. And you're going to gather for a mindful food workshop with Chef Jen and then an in-depth tarot workshop. Lots of tarot knowledge going down at this retreat. Yeah. And day four, listen, day four is like everybody I'm sure is going to pick like their day that feels like their day. Day four lives in my heart because day four is the ritual oil workshop. You're going to learn about all the intentions behind the oils within it, essential oils and herbs and everything. You're going to get to make your own oil. You're going to uh, also have your aura photos taken, which if you've never done is tight as hell. And then you're going to cap it all off with a full moon ceremony. And I just have to say, and I think I commented on it last time, it's here on the website, but breaking up the information between four and five, they have just this remarkable picture of the food. Of the food. And every yeah. time I see it, I'm yeah. just like, oh, my word. Yes. And and quickly, before you before you end with day five, I do want to say that uh, when, as we're talking about food, three vegan meals per day prepared by a private chef, and there will be snacks provided. Delicious. Oh, my gosh. You're going to feel great. So day <laughs> five, it's time. It's packing up. There's going to be a last sister circle. You're going to say bye to all your best friends. Mm. And that's that's a wrap. Five days, four nights in Sedona. It it sounds it sounds so good. And this is the ritual recovery retreat again. Also, there's a goodie bag. There's a goodie bag. Uh, what a sweet little treat. Dude, and I'm guys, stupid excited for goodie bags. I, dude, anytime there's a goodie bag, I, I'm i in. It's, oh, yeah. I can't help it. It's such oh, yeah. a treat. So important to note that uh, there's going to be a rate increase following December 10th. So uh, if you're looking to go, give it a peruse. And if you think it's going to be something you want to go see out there, just know that uh, before December 10th is the rates uh, as they are. And if you want to give a look at all of this, you can go to shopspellbinding.com to check out pictures and each day and get a bit of a breakdown on what's going on as well as the lodging situation. Uh, everything that you need to know is is over there. The house also looks great. The house looks just looks great. great. It looks really, really, really. It all all of this looks so lush and yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And some of the rooms are sold out. So hurry it up. Again, that is shopspellbinding.com. All right. I need you to talk to me about All Bite. <laughs> I did listen. I literally forgot that was the name of it. I, I can't if it's if it's a, a word that is a pun dumb yes. thing i got it i will remember oh, yeah. it until the day i die so i'll buy it is a form of well okay let's start with the aka's first so we've got all bite we've got anal bite yep we've got <laughs> white feldspar white Choral? Ass- Your selfish choral. Choral. <laughs> Acid pelagioclase. Sorry. And then one of my favorites, natro field spat. 
That's fun. Natural field spat. Ooh, that feels good on the mouth. You get like all over the palate mm. with that one. Natural field spat. Natural field spat. Natro? Uh, natro. N-A-T-R-O. Okay. And uh, we, I just want to say the anal bite. Anal bite. Give it a give it a bite. It reminds me of that meme going around a lot a now with that weird like stare demon with the crazy gray wig just like biting onto that dude's ass. It looks like a stage <laughs> performance, like a play. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Dude, no, but send it to it's me, please. one of my favorites. I love it so much, but that's what it makes me think of. Hmm. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad for that. I'm going to find it and send it to you and just knock you right please off do. course at some point in your topic. Don't worry. Oh, no, no, that's okay. I'll, I'll hear it go ding and I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> so the color of albite or anal bite is usually on the white side. So when I say on the white side, it can be everything from a... Total white, like a uh, clean white to like a pinkish t- uh, hued to light yellow, light green, maybe, maybe like a light red, but everything is light. It's all very light. And I don't want to say pastel, but um, almost dirty <laughs> looking in a way, uh, just sort of depending on what color, like the ones here that are like light yellow and light brown, just sort of looks like a dirty-ass rock. But mm. let me delete this from my notes so I know where I've been. According to healingcrystals4u.com, mm-hmm. they say there is another variety of albite known as Clevelandite, which forms in thin plates rather than in the massive form and is often seen on black tourmaline. And that's what I want to talk about. This crystal comes in many a form. So not only can you find uh, the crystal format kind of like, a, you know, when they see something like twinning, like a twins, points, sorry, like yes, crystal okay. points. Yeah, okay, it makes a little cluster of points. So it, it would be like that. But there's also these like thin, shardy versions that mm. are often attached to other uh, other stones. And we'll get into what exactly stones we've got. Uh, let's see. Most often it's like granite, which I don't know if that's different than granite, but granite. Uh, Is it just spelled like granite? Uh, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm saying it wrong. Granitite. Oh, okay. It's like granite, but with an extra T. Uh, mm-hmm. Then there's magmatic. And uh, it's also commonly found in and around Something called pegmatite. Pegmatite. I, I like magmatic. Magmatic. Why? Okay. Why? You sounded like somebody from Repo just now. What was that? Uh, would you like a slice? Yeah, I feel like yeah, it had yeah, to yeah. be Luigi. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. He'll do your ass like dishes. Hot um, off the meat truck. <laughs> He's my favorite. He is my favorite. So stupid. Uh, the luster or the polish of this stone is described as Macy greasy. Oh, yeah. Hell However, yeah. The, let's say that uh, it, it will lean to curly on the cleavages. So it's greasy, but curly on that cleave i Speaking. cannot handle it when they say it's pearly on the cleavage curly I, who did this who on the cleavage did this every time every time it it never doesn't blow me away speaking of cleavage can 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 you guess what the cleavage of this is 
uh, imperfect, less no. than perfect. Perfect? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh. I was so I was so expecting you. I was so teed up for you to say perfect that I went ahead with my with my gag anyway. Uh no, 90. 90 90 degrees. 90 degrees cleavage? Yeah. When it cleaves, it'll cleave at a 90. Interesting. Huh. There and I just not perfect. It's like, wow. I guess that's imperfect. Yeah, I mean it seems like it still cleaved pretty good. <laughs> So there is a uh, a low albite and a high albite. And what differs is the volume of the unit cell. So the high form is kind of a big chunk, a big fat chunk. And then the low albite is the smaller chunks. It comes in like the more, again, shardy formations. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes high albite is uh, is what is known as anal bite. Good to know. So the big the big ones, the big boys, that's an anal bite. Anal bite. It um this this at its core, this is a form of feldspar. However, it takes a lot longer for albite to crystallize than a lot of its feldspar cousins, allowing it to form in those big fuck-off, like, high albites or those, like, very substantial um, low albites. So when you, even though it's a low albite, its uh, volume is, is large. You're not just finding little crusties of it. It's like a whole hold-in-your-hand kind of thing. So it was first reported, now not discovered, but reported in 1815 by Swedish chemists Johan Gahn and Jans Berzelus. Excuse me, if that's not correct. And this this stone is used largely like like yours in those uh cabs. You can make jewelry out of it. Uh but I don't want to say it's not pretty. It's just like, I feel like if you're going looking for some jewelry and you're looking for looks, you're probably going to go with something a little more uh, eye-catching, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, however, if you get like a big F-off cab of this mm. and it's just like a crusty looking, now that's impressive. Okay, but typically if we're talking small earrings or something like that it's it's all right also it is pretty um it's it's pretty breakable it's a feldspar so it's kind of it's kind of soft it does have good cleavage so that's something like it won't just turn into mush as soon as it hits the ground but Mm. um it will it will fracture and because of that that makes it really good in some industrial uses like making glass brother Cool. Make glass out of some bitch. Awesome. Uh, also, ceramics. Some ceramics have a ground-up percentage of this in it, which is cool. not surprising because feldspar, as I was looking up feldspar and like types of feldspar, make up a huge amount of our earth. So I don't even know if it's like 
meant to or if it's just like someone it just finds some, its yeah. way in there <laughs> someone just made ceramics and they're like oh this is 90 percent fucking feldspar <laughs> um, it's also important to uh the soil it helps things grow it provides uh minerals and nutrients to the dirt which is important um and it's also acts sort of like sort of like clay in a way. Mm. Um, and there are also certain elements of it that are, uh, Oh, I lost my place. <laughs> Hope I find my way back one day. Anyway, there's something called a, I believe it's a trapish emerald. It's a type of emerald. Now I looked it up. It looks like, you know, you know, sometimes you get the peppermints, like at a restaurant or something. But sometimes it's not the red peppermints, it's the green peppermints. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's sort of what this looks like. And it's this, it looks like an iris to me, or like a wheel awesome. of cheese made Ooh. of different slices. Like there'll be like an emerald slice and then a slice of albite and then a slice of emerald. And a, it's got the six, six, uh, six pointed star, I guess, within it. And it's really, really pretty. It's also huge component of moonstone, which is also made by being uh layered sort of layered in this is not that cool kind of um i wish there was a better word i'm looking for like fan effect uh or cheese wheels uh what is the name of this again so i can look at what your the cheese wheel effect it's uh, a tripesh emerald here i'm gonna uh oh wow neat it looks like when people make uh candy like I've seen little candies. Yes, like yes. This. If you want to see this, this is T R A P I C H E. So it could be trap, trapish, trapish, trapish. I don't know anything. Um, but yeah, it's it's a uh, cool little a cool little dude. You can see it being later layered. But the way that it layers within moonstone is different. It's more of the uh, that kind of cat's eye thing where it gets more of a banded or like a striated look to it. Um, and let's see, lastly, in a non-magical sense, let's see, we already talked about it being making glass. All right, let's move to magic, dude. Cool. <laughs> All right. Can you guess what stone? I mean, nope. Can you guess what zodiac <laughs> this is equated to? Uh, oh, I forgot to say mine real quick. Sorry. Um, mine was associated with Libra and Virgo. And you were oh. you saying that reminded me. I totally did not put that in there well uh, this one is huh? for, this one is for aries nope oh it's aquarius don't know why i said aries i saw how in my brain you. listen i'm thinking about turkey time okay my wow. brain's on turkey time your brain's already just shut down it's, Dude, it's should, ready should we do a waba cover of tulsa time but it's turkey time <laughs> 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 all right so that's so stupid it's stupid it's stupid yeah it's okay, right. so magically this is a stone big time of um of the mind the brain and not only in a non-magical sense but in a magical sense and what i mean by non-magical is I guess it is still magical, but you'll, you'll see what I mean. So on one hand, we have things like improving concentration and uh, 
improving memory, making our memory better, giving us things like uh, the ability to think more clearly uh, and heighten things like our awareness um, around us in like the real world kind of way, but also to heighten our awareness magically. So sort of our intuition. I read somewhere that it said, um, if you are somebody who is either struggling to, and I, I know that I remember this feeling from early on, like struggling to do the things you hear everyone talking about, you know, when everyone's mm. like, oh, I just, I just tapped into this and I charged my candle and you're like, uh, all right, how, how do you feel right doing that though? This stone here can help you feel more confident in that and also connect you a little bit easier to that. Um, it's a strong uh, connection to your sort of innate powers, I guess, if you want to call them powers. Because, you know, I think it's safe to say that every I think everybody can do a little bit of everything, but there are some people who are just more inclined to, I don't know, whether it be divination or maybe it's um, literally, I can't think of anything other than divination. Well, that's just, it's the way I see it is how some people just pick up a guitar for the first yes. time and it makes sense. And it's not to say that if that hadn't happened for you, you can't learn it, but right. it's just sometimes things click. And and wouldn't it be nice to have something to just be like, hey, guess what? You don't know this yet, but you're really good at fill in the blank. Well, this stone can help you fill in the blank to sort of be drawn to and also, you know, just knock it really out of the balls when you find that thing. Just be like, you know, I've been playing with this stone for a long time and I'm starting to think I can, like, talk to ghosts. Well, yeah, dude, it's helping you. It's helping you find the thing. Um, it also helps to get light a fire sort of under your asshole uh it will make you take the first leap on something that perhaps your intuition is excited about and your intuition trusts but outside of your intuition your sort of very human way of going like "Ah, i'm scared i don't know if this is gonna work it can kind of help Give you that push that you sometimes need. Um, and also light up your your inspiration. Um, you're my inspiration. Let's see. If you get the kind of pinky versions, they are used in love magic. Promoting things like um, compassion. Honestly, this is a little different. Yeah, sure, you can use it in your run-of-the-mill, like, love spell. But it's so connected to, like, the brain. And, like, it can help us in the way we think about other people. Or help other people. Shit, if you're doing a spell for, you know, maybe a a more compassionate uh, boss or something. Mm. uh, It can help in that way. Because it kind of goes right for the the brain stem. If you are working with a one of the more kind of white versions of the stone, it's good for clarity and purification. Which makes sense because it, it... kind of uh, clears the way for your intuition to come through and speak when you don't necessarily always, always trust it, which this is what's ringing Aquarius to me, Mm -hmm. you know, is like this uh, high connection to whatever you want to call it, the divine or source or witchcraft, the ether, whatever you want to call it. But then there's also this very stubborn blockage of like, no, no, nah, that's not how it is. No, no, I don't believe it. I can't do it. You know, no way. I'm not going to. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's a really sense? fun contradiction to be as, an Aquarius. As an Aquarius, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. <laughs> and um, 
on the whole, Albite can bring us uh, some, some peace and some clarity when we are going through hard, hard parts of life. Um, and there's a lot of stones that can help do this, but this one has the added benefit of getting us through with a little bit of a little bit extra confidence than we might have, uh, and also a little bit of an extra edge into uh, seeking confidence from the divine. So we have the confidence coming from ourselves, but also being like, okay, this is a tough time, but I trust whatever higher power you trust, even if that's yourself or just chaos or random luck, um, you know, you trust that that's going to come through for you. So uh, that is anal bite, a.k.a. all bite. Wow. Yeah. I learned. Yeah. I learned. <laughs> what, if, what if the podcast ended right after that? I, I learned. learned. <laughs> well, Bob, I learned. Wow. Woo. Well. i got to do a stretch. In a bend. Mm. Oh yeah. So, um, everybody, if you if you have some kind of friendsgiving or festivus or Thanksgiving uh, or get together, if you celebrate, if you partake, have a good time. Have a good time with that. Travel safe. A travel safe. Remember, the pilgrims are kind of assholes. They sucked. Um. Yeah. <laughs> And uh that's all I that's all I have for you. Dude, I am so excited about this goddamn corn casserole I'm gonna make. I have been paraving it. I love corn casts. I mm. love a corn cast. I've been wanting a corn cast and hoping somebody was gonna make a corn cast. So I'm I happy that it's you. Hope I don't let you down. You won't. You won't. I will it could I any corn casserole will be serviceable for me. Serviceable. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody uh we'll catch you next next time oh hey listen here if you are a patron if you've got the access to the zip cap we've got a special little treat for you we've got a special thanksgiving zip cap coming up to you uh and did we decide officially which one it was mace i think so i think it's a bit yeah i think and it's i think it's the season one one um mm. But well, I don't get. I don't know if we have because there's two. We're down to two. But either way, we're going to be doing one of the Thanksgiving themed episodes from Friends as a bit of a tribute to Matthew Perry. Uh, it's going to be a wimp cap. It's lasting one week. We're covering one episode before yes. we got to go back down the river. Yes, and tune in for that. Uh, a the Thanksgiving episode, something for you to listen to, maybe while your family fights about politics in the background. And oh, good, yeah, yeah. Put your earbuds in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put yeah. your earbuds. Tune in. Out. Go yeah. for that walk, and then yeah. just kind of tune in and chill out with some friends. Uh, <laughs> and then after that, we, God damn it, we do indeed. We must sail down the river. We got to go down the river once again, and we're going to do it with you guys, and we're going to be strong. Okay, yeah, we're going to finish gonna, strong. We're going to get through this. We're going to. We happy few. Oh, God, I hate Jack. I want to kick him in the butthole. Somebody made a perfect point. Uh, I think it was on Patreon. They were like, why does Jack not know how to park between the two lines? Like, he can't. Because his vehicle, his Bronco, is the most important thing in town. Okay. Goodbye. I gotta go. I gotta leave. I gotta go. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.